Chapter Three of the Story of the Thirteen Colonies. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Kangaroo Six Ninety Two. The Story of the Thirteen Colonies by H. A. Gwerber. The Mounds. Besides the savage Indians of the north and west, and the barbarous Indians of the east, there were also half-civilized Indians in the south of our country. They dwelt not only in what is now New Mexico and Arizona, but were also found in Mexico, Central America, and South America, as far down the map as Chile. The southern Indians had learned how to build canals, so as to lead water far away from the streams into dry and barren lands. When the ground had thus been watered, or irrigated, it became very fruitful, and they could grow all the grain and vegetables they needed. The southern Indians lived together in huge fortresses, built of sun-dried bricks, called adobe. These fortresses were large houses five or six stories high, containing ever so many little rooms, each occupied by one family. Thus one house often sheltered two or three thousand people. Sometimes these Indians built their houses on the ledges of steep rocks or canyons. Such houses were called cliff dwellings, and many remains of these queer homes are still found in the southwestern part of our country. The Indians who lived there were gentle, and not fond of fighting, but they built fortresses and cliff dwellings to defend themselves when attacked by the savage Indians. You see, the savage Indians did not grow any grain or vegetables, but they came down from the north to steal the provisions of the southern Indians. These, therefore, carried all their supplies into the cliff houses, which they built in such a way that it was almost impossible for an enemy to get in them. The inhabitants themselves, however, easily went in and out by means of ladders, which led from story to story, or ledge to ledge. Their houses had no doors down near the floor, but were entered by a hole in the roof. In each of these fortresses there was a great cistern, full of water, and so large a supply of food that the Indians could stand a long siege. In times of danger they pulled all their ladders away up out of reach, and when their enemies tried to climb the steep cliffs or straight walls, they pelted them with stones and arrows, and thus drove them away. Wise men tell us that even before our country was occupied by savage, barbarous, and half-civilized Indians, whose way of living has just been described, it had been inhabited by their ancestors, or by an older race of men. We know they existed, because people have dug up their bones. These have been found principally inside the huge earthen mounds of very queer shapes. The mounds were evidently built by those early inhabitants, who are hence known as the mound builders. Trees hundreds of years old now grow upon these mounds, 
which are found in most parts of the eastern Mississippi Valley, especially in Ohio. In one place you can see a big mound representing a snake 1,000 feet long, his body lying in graceful curves along the ground. The snake's mouth is wide open, and he looks as if trying to swallow an egg-shaped mound, which is 164 feet long, and hence a pretty big mouthful. As this mound is so odd, it has been enclosed in a park, where it is to be kept just as it is, to remind people of the mound builders who lived here so long ago. No one knows exactly why these queer mounds were made, but learned men have dug into about 2,000 of them, and as they have generally found bones, stone arrowheads and axes, beads, mortars, hammers, tools for spinning and weaving, pottery, baskets, and coarse cloth, they think the mounds must have been intended principally as burial places. The beads found in them are very like those which the barbarous Indians called wampum, and used as money. Indian wore these beads in strings around their necks, or wove them into belts, using beads of different colors to form very pretty patterns. End of chapter 3 Recording by Kangaroo 692